You are listening to We Are Nerds, podcast where we explore all aspects of being a nerd. So let's get nerdy. Today, we are doing a podcast on gatekeeping. The idea behind gatekeeping and the definition of it is basically whenever you limit someone's access or make it harder for them to be part of a community or like a fandom based on whatever criteria you put in place. And uh, joining us today is going to be Johnny Mad Hatter. Johnny, welcome to the podcast again. Oh, well, hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, uh, Johnny was telling me he had a pretty rough night last night. Uh, girlfriend's uh, birthday. Um, still recovering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a l- getting a little bit older in my age, so the recovery <laughs> process it, it takes a lot longer than when I was a oh, a young buck, you know. <laughs> I feel you there, man. Like even when I work out now, I, I feel like terrible. But anyway, no. <laughs> but uh, the the reason uh, I chose this subject in particular for today um, is that we recently had a post actually on the on the Facebook page. It uh, it was something along the lines of you don't have to uh, know everything about a subject or about something in order to enjoy it. And I was actually really surprised. A lot of people, uh, they didn't agree with that. They, they said that, you know, the, the people who don't know everything about something there, we call them tourists and not real fans. And so I kind of wanted to talk about like what a fan is and what is, and how as nerds we define, I don't know, fandom, nerdum, whatever you want to call it. I think it's, uh, I think, I don't think the line is as clear cut as I personally thought it was. I thought it was pretty clear that anybody could be a fan of anything and your level of knowledge just made you like a super fan or a super uber duber fan, you know, like there was like levels of it. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that's kind of like a, a fair or healthy way of thinking. Uh, because like, say, Let's say with uh, American football, I'm not a player. So does that mean that I can't really be a fan of it? You know, it's like, I like football. You know, I, I watch it all the time, but it's like, oh, you know, how much do you really like football if you don't even play it? And I'm like, no, I don't have to sit there and actually play it to sit there and be a fan of it. Yeah. So. Actually, I think that's a good point. And I think another thing that's um, a good example that I happen to know that you're a fan of is UFC. Um, I, I think we're both fans of UFC, but I would by far, uh, definitely tilt my hat to you when it comes to knowing anything about it. Like I can, I can, I could watch a UFC match. I would love to watch it. I know a little bit about jujitsu only because I took a little bit of jujitsu. Um, and I know, I, I know like the basic concepts, but when it gets down to like what person is good at what and you know, what their record is and who they fought in the past. I mean, that's nowhere near, you know, my knowledge base, but I still enjoy it when I, when I watch it. And if people ask me, are you a fan of the USC? I say yes. <laughs> and see, like, this is where I would come in and I would say, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like you want, you like to watch, you know, UFC, but UFC is not the only organization out there. You have Bellator, mm-hmm. you have, uh, I think it's called uh, One Championship that's over in Japan. So it's like, you know, it's, it's MMA, it's mixed martial arts. So that would be one thing that I would tell you is like, yeah, you know, it's not just UFC, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's MMA in general. Yeah, see, that's, and, yeah, that's a good, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and bash you on it. It's like, oh, hey, what's up, Mister UFC fan over here? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not going to put you down. I'm just going to sit there and like, uh, 
explain to you you know it's like hey yeah you know it's uh you're a fan of mma you know it's like but you know over here in the states yeah you might see a bellator match every once in a while but ufc that's you know that's the one that is uh you know globally recognized as yeah. the number one mma like platform out there yeah and it's also like happens to be one of the things like if i'm gonna look up something like if i'm curious what's happening in mma at the point i just naturally go to like you know google and like ufc fights recent or upcoming ufc fights i you know i i'm aware that there's other ones but i forget but like you said just because just because you know even see i i guess i guess this is where people get their division from though is like i guess you could be like what are, what's the word people a fair weather fan like people kind of only fans of it when it's big and stuff but i don't really know if that's a bad thing like is it like it the transfer to something a little more nerdy is dungeon dragons i know we just made that podcast about dungeon dragons it ought to be coming out tonight actually but uh does it matter that there's so many fans of D&D now because of Critical Role or because of, you know, whatever, just because of the popularity? I don't think it's a bad thing. And I don't call those people not fans. They're being introduced to it. Like, even Cinna on the last podcast, he said he's never, you know, never played. He's created a character or whatever. But he likes D&D. He likes the idea of it. But can you call him not a fan just because he's never played? Yeah, no, it's like... And how do you expect people to, to like be fans in the first place? Exactly. Uh, if you weren't introduced to it, it's like, it's like, oh, well, you know, I wasn't there from the beginning. So, you know, it's like, I'm not a real fan. It's like, no, I mean, you go through life sitting there, like experiencing new things. And it's like, oh, you know, I think that's pretty cool. You know, it's like, I'm going to start, you know, following up on it. I'm going to start researching it. And exactly. I'm, I'm going to sit there, you know, and enjoy it. And it would suck if, like, you came in and then somebody was just like, oh, well, you haven't, you know, you don't really know much about this. It's like, no, I don't, but I'm trying to learn. Yeah. So, and see, I, I think wouldn't... I think as nerds, though, the funny thing is we're our own worst enemy about that. We There's nerds who are huge into comic books. And if you go to talk about, you know, uh, who would win in a fight, like what was like, it was Thor and um, Kratos or whatever was one of the posts. And they're like, well, actually, if you've read the comics, this, this, and this. And it was like, you're not a real fan of Thor because you don't know about this level or this one uh, comic book where he's been in it or you're not a real Kratos fan because you didn't play this uh, God of War game or whatever. But wouldn't you rather be like, hey, just so in case you're not aware, this is actually some knowledge. Not You don't want to belittle someone and make them like, well, you know, fuck this. I don't want to learn anymore about your fandom. Like you'd think as nerds, we would want people to we would want to grow our community in something that we enjoy like D&D or games or comic books or UFC whatever it is that we nerd out on you'd think we'd want to grow the base right i mean exactly but it's just it's so weird and i don't think it's and it's not and i know one thing i was thinking about was that it uh it's the internet right it's got to be the internet People are just saying more stuff on the internet, which I think it does embolden a lot of people. But there's that stereotypical, you know, uh, um, uh, neckbeard at the comic book shop who, like, you know, said, no, 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 you're not a real fan. Actually, you know, push up, it pushes up his glasses. The Luke did this, or blah 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 blah. It's always been a stereotype, and I don't. And I've come to think, you know, even like on a personal reflection, that I think it's as as nerds and our thing we become proud of it because 
we are good at knowing about it. Like we know a lot about it. Like I know a lot about chess. I know a lot about Dungeons and Dragons. And that's something that you feel good about yourself. And I think the only thing that feels better, and I think this goes into a little psychology, is the only thing that feels better than being part of a group is being able to exclude someone from a group, right? Like, even as a little kid, we make, like, clubhouses, like, no girls allowed, or, oh, just me and my, me and my buddy Johnny, we're the only ones in this club and not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I also think that it, it could also be that, say, you are talking to somebody about, you know, a certain subject, and say you do know more about that subject, but that other person, they don't want to agree with you, that can be, like, kind of irritating. Like, oh, uh, That's true too. let's see if I can give an example of something. Off the top of my head, the one thing I can think about, for example, is, like, when people talk to me about Dungeons & Dragons, and they go, well, you know, this, you know, like, when you're talking about, like, uh, how many actions you get in a turn, and they're like, well, you know, this is a this is a bonus action to cast this spell, then I'm going to cast this as my normal spell, which is not true, because in D&D 5e, if you cast a spell, the only additional spell that you can cast is a cantrip. You can't cast two spells uh, of any level other than a cantrip if, you know, if you take it as an action. But, you know, that's one thing. Like, a lot of people on, on the forums, and that's, you know, that's ticky-tack stuff, right? Like, if I'm if I'm a DM, I'm going to rule a cool. But as it is written, the rules as is written, you can only cast one spell of a level, and then you can cast a cantrip. Even if it is, like, a, um, any if it's a bonus action or um, whatever, even quicken spell or things like that, you're only allowed the one spell per turn that has a level and i've talked to people and trying to explain this like oh no you know that's not right because this is it even says and i was like okay you know things like that and i kind of get your point though like when people think they're right and you know they're not (laughs) it gets really frustrating if people are not like you know willing to like listen and understand you know somebody else's point of view or or even or even worse actually just thinking about it what the thing that gets on my nerves the most which you know what and the more we we talk about it the more i can see why some people gatekeep maybe on accident or maybe as a defense mechanism because when i talk to somebody and they and we're i was like oh hey what do you know about this subject and they get to talking and you clearly realize they don't know anything about it they just have like the surface level and they pretend to know about it and you're like dude you don't you're you know like you can tell they're faking it because it seems that's 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 what i'm saying is just like these people are passing it off as if they know a lot about the subject but Mm -hmm. they really don't so i mean that's the thing that it's it's different when somebody is doing that compared to somebody who's just like oh you know they're just coming in and they want to sit there and learn more about it and they might have like uh you know, some misknowledge about something and then, yeah, you can sit there and correct them. But the other people that are like, Oh, you know, I know all of this about this, but they really don't like that's, they that's just, where yeah. I see. But see, it's like, you know, somebody new coming in, you know, they could be like, Oh, you know, it's like, I know this about this and this about that. And they're like, no, 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 that's all wrong. It's like, you yeah. don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's like, well, I'm sorry. I'm kind of new to this. Don't, you know, just attack me. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, it is kind of, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Actually, the, like I said, the more we talk about it, I think even as we talk, I'm, I, I'm kind of getting a better picture because I think a lot of newer people to a fandom are misled by people who think they know more than they do. Does that make sense? And then that's where that false information comes from. 
and then people who are actually true fans of it and that really know what they're talking about. Like th- there was this, what was this? Uh, 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 Joe Rogan was talking about it or whatever a while back. And he said that if there was an, a random alien and came to earth to fight any, any fighter that you would choose John Jones, like he would, cause John Jones is the pound for uh, pound for pound, the best fighter, you know, in his opinion, that if you just took a random person, John Jones, that that's, he's going to have the better chance. And everybody was like, no, Brock Lesnar, Brock Le- uh, Lesnar, he's like, he's a freak, you know, he's huge and everything. And I, it, it, I don't know enough about the subject to argue with people. I'd be like, well, I would tend to go with, you know, Joe Rogan because he seems like he knows what he's talking about. And his thought process, process in this matter is the same thing as me. John Jones is skilled. He, he, his wingspan is massive for his size. Um, and Brock Lesnar, he's, he's lost, you know, he's been beat by people similar or similar, smaller sizes than him. And John Jones was only, he only had a disqualification for knocking somebody out right on the back or something. Yeah, uh, he was hitting them with uh, north to south elbows from 12 o'clock to 6 o'clock. I think the guy's name was uh, uh, Matt Hamill. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. he was a death fighter. Uh, So, yeah, John Jones was bringing down these elbows from 12 to 6 o'clock, and that was an illegal move, and then that's That's technically his only loss. Gotcha, yeah. See, and things like that, for example, like me being like a, what what you say, like a, uh, a newer, uh, I guess not even newer fan. I mean, I'm not new to it, uh, but I just surface level fan, and I don't take that as an insult either. Like I do, I, I, I mean, you, you like watching it. You like, uh, you know, I mean, everybody can sit there and go in there and talk about like you know because uh, we were watching uh, Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier uh, mm-hmm. last, and you know everybody in the room, you know, we're all talking about the fights. You know, we're all talking about oh man, you know. Uh, he should have done this. He should have done that. It's like, yeah, dude, <laughs> sit there, you know, on the outside. Oh, we're, none of us are fighters. Monday night you quarterback. Know, like, yeah, it's just like, but we're like, hey, you know, it, but that's, that, you know, that's the fun of it. You know, it's like nobody's going to get on to each other and say, oh, you know, shut the hell up. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not a fighter. It's like, no, but we can all sit here and be, you know, have fun with it thinking it's like, yeah, you know, if I was in that situation, I'd do something different. Yeah, but what it's easier to do? look on the outside. And just sit there and like you know critique things like that. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, I totally, totally like, agree. You know, a fighter gets taken to the ground, and it's obvious that he's not good on the ground. Mm-hmm. And everybody's gonna be like, "Stand up, stand up!" You know, it's like we want him. That's what he needs to do. Everybody <laughs> understands that's what he needs to do. Right? But easier said than done. Easier, exactly. Easier said than done. We're not fighters. It's like, dude, I've wrestled my brother. My brother's a big dude, and. I know that when he gets me on the ground, because he's taken uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you know, mm-hmm. he's really good on the ground. And I know that I really don't want to be on the ground with him, but he's just so technically savvy that I have no choice but to stay on the ground with him. <laughs> but right. I know I don't need to be there, but it, it still doesn't help. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with my buddy Drew. Oh, you know Drew. He's uh, He took uh, jiu-jitsu for a long time and did, you know, the amateur yeah. MMA and stuff. And, and uh <laughs> What's that? Oh yeah, like I said, I would, I, I would. It's like when we roll and have fun or whatever. Like I know what I should do, but I just can't do it. Even though I weigh more than him and have, you know, what you technically would be an advantage. Like my favorite line uh, that people that that uh, from Joe Rogan again. Stop the keep stealing from him. But is you know uh, a big skilled fighter will beat a small skilled fighter. You know, but yeah. the, the skilled small fighter against a non skilled big fighter is a better fight. And it's kind of the equalizer. And I think that's one of the things, but to kind of bring it back to that, 
you know, like to nerds in general or like gatekeeping, I think the way I think what we need in order to keep it from happening is just more patience, right? Like online or in person, just figure out what the person is trying and where they're coming from. And I think that takes, it takes a lot more effort on the RN as being the fan of it. Cause we have to figure out what they actually know, what misinformation they might have. And also what if they do know something you don't know? I mean, I've been taught things before, um, I mean, this is chess in general, like a, an opening that I didn't realize, like, you know, I haven't played, you know, professionally or competitively in 10, 11 years. And uh, I was just doing a queen, uh, queen's gamut opening and someone taught me uh, a little trap that I totally either a forgot or B just never learned. And whatever reason we have blind spots or we forget something. And one of the greatest things like my father always told me is that every person you meet always knows something you don't something. Very true. Every person you meet knows something that you don't. Now, is it something you're interested in? Is it something you want to know? Who knows? You know, but the fact yeah. is that everyone knows something you don't. And I think, but our patience with people like that in the grower community is what I want for We Are Nerds. That's what I always, I've always envisioned it as a be, as people to come on, uh, come on and talk about things, to be able to share memes and debate but a healthy debate, like, you know, it's not name calling. It's not like, oh, Johnny, you know, you know, uh, screw you. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, you can just go, you know, dig a hole and die in it because you're wrong. It'd be like, hey, you say that, but this is, this is what I think. And this is, this is why we don't have to agree. We don't have to change each other's minds, but we can have, uh, we can have a healthy adult conversation about some awesome nerdums that we love, whatever it may be. I mean, and a lot of people are saying, well, you can't have an adult conversation about kid comics, but you know, that that's just kind of the toxic stuff that people say when they don't understand something, in my opinion. And honestly, I just think there's a lot of people out there that just want to be trolls. Yeah. People just even though they know what they're saying is wrong, but they see that it's upsetting you. So they just like kind of keep going with it. Yeah. That's, and we actually had an incident with that too, with, uh, um, the, we are nerd or we are furry nerds or whatever that Senna does. Someone came over there and just posted a whole bunch of stuff. And he was like, Oh, we, we should, we should troll him and send him messages. I was like, man, we, we don't, you don't need to. It, once, once they know that you're upset or that it bothered you, you lose, you know, that's yeah. all they wanted. Just yeah. ignore them and go on. There's always going to be people out there, either A, who hate you for no reason, B, who find make up a reason to hate you, or C, or just their life is so miserable, they're, they're out to make everybody else miserable. And sometimes that comes in, you know, nerds, or it comes in just people who are just bad people for whatever reason. I mean, they, I mean, sure, everyone might have a different reason. Maybe they had a rough life or whatever it is, but there are some people... At, at, at that time you can't change or try to figure out or whatever you just kind of have to let it roll off your shoulder you get rid of them and that's one of the great one of the, my great things my, I love is that in our group if someone's just being a troll or just kind of being a douchebag I can just delete them ban them and yeah, I mean you don't, you don't <laughs> sit there and talk to them ever again I mean exactly it's like, like there is a great thing that you can do which is block people so it's like alright but some people are tenacious with that. I remember mm -hmm. when I first started streaming on Twitch. Oh my God. There was this one guy. I forget his name, but he came over into my Twitch. I had like, I don't know, 15 people watching me and I was playing uh, UFC. The first one that came out on the, uh, uh, the Xbox one and the, the PS4. Yeah. 
and I was streaming that. And then this dude, he comes in and he's like, oh, it's like he kind of spoke a little bit of broken English. But he was just like, oh, it was like, uh, Johnny, you're so good. And he's like, uh, you should, uh, you know, come over to uh, my page or uh, my Twitch. And I had one of my mods, like, you know, private message me. He's like, hey, man, this is what he's doing. And I was just like, I talked to him. I was like, yeah, you know, he only did it one time. I, I don't, you know, really care about that. Let's just let it slide. Yeah. But then he kept doing it. And I was just like, all right, man. It's like, I'm going to have to put you on like a little 15 minute timeout, you know, just like yeah. don't promote your channel and my channel. And then when his little timeout was done, oh my God, he was just like calling me every name <laughs> and this and that. I'm just like, okay, well, you're blocked. And then the dude, I kid you not, for the next week straight, he would make new accounts yeah. just to my stream and troll me. I was like, oh my God, this dude is tenacious. Like, he would, <laughs> I kid you not, I blocked like, 10 accounts every night for like a week straight come on dude just leave me alone yeah. why are you harassing me I'm yeah like, dude this dude was mean yeah did you did you know that actually um twitch has uh they shadow ban the ip now so like if you ban somebody from your um your your stream or whatever their ip will not see your like even if they make a new account and they're using the same ip address they won't be able yeah. to search up your channel anymore which i think is really cool because of that very reason we but you know one of the great things and what one things i i learned uh, very quickly is whenever you get haters or someone who's trying to stop you from doing what you're doing or whatever you're on the right track it's kind of like the resistance you know you People, for whatever reason, if they don't like, there are certain people who don't like seeing people succeed. They don't like seeing people learn or know more than either bring it back to um, gatekeeping. I think some people, the reason the gatekeep is because they want to be the most knowledgeable. They want to be like, ah, oh, no, I know more than you. And but it's the same thing. Like we're talking about trolls. I think it's just a uh, you know hop, skip, and a jump away from that. When people are that angry at something like we had a troll account on uh, one of the We Are Nerds page. And uh, it was an obvious troll account, and uh, one of the mods blocked him. And I, or it might have been me. I, I don't remember the situation, but it was obviously, like, his account was one of those that just has a picture created, like, a month ago or whatever. And so he got banned. And then all of a sudden, it, another guy came on and said, hey, you you banned my buddy from work, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, we'd love to see you because he didn't, you didn't agree with what he was saying. And I was like, okay, well, ban. <laughs> like, I don't have to just ban you too. <laughs> I really want to talk to you. And, and it's so funny that you, and at that point, I'm like, dude, like, are you, were we living in his mind so bad that he went to work and was upset about it that he actually told somebody? But, you know, the more likely actual is that he just made another account and said it was his buddy yeah. you know and that and that's another yeah. thing and as and you know and as far as the gatekeeping comes you know what's crazy is i've even seen people arguing about things like um i haven't watched it yet that's gonna be i i'm gonna watch it with my wife and then we're gonna talk about it if you haven't seen it johnny is the wandavision I have yet to see that. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. And I definitely want to talk about it. But I've I've seen people argue. They were arguing about that, and they went off into like who's the strongest, like in Marvel. And then you, it, there, there's people agreeing with one another, and somebody messed up, and he used the same account again and said, oh, you know, you know, whatever his original name is, is right because blah blah blah. But he used the same account, and you could tell he was making yeah. multiple accounts to agree with himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean. 
uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> that, that's a little rough. It's like, yeah, no one agrees with you, so you have to make another account just to <laughs> make it look like somebody was agreeing with you when it, you're just the only person that agrees with yourself. And I think it's more yeah. common than even I can pick up on sometimes, you know, because I don't think most people care enough to look into like who's commenting or whatever like they comment back at you i think at most people will if it's a if like the way i always ask is like hey uh like we had the who was the best body bodyguard and everyone was saying like uh darth vader and batman was one of the choices i was like well okay everyone's saying vader but i was like what about batman with like enough prep time i mean he beat the justice league himself with enough prep time and and you know we went to argument i was like but you know i can see the point of like vader and stuff it was a hard decision but we we managed to disagree and have you know this theoretical argument that means nothing without getting angry at each other and i think that's one of the my proudest moments are moments that keep happening and we are nerds is people are able to disagree and say nope i don't agree with you this is what i think without like resulting into like a childish you know name calling yeah, but, I mean, somebody has a a different way of thinking, or you know, they. Uh, I don't know. I kind of lost my the the viewpoints. <laughs> yeah, I know you're good, but I think and I think when it comes to it's it's a it's a thin line. I think when it comes to being knowledgeable and trying to inform people, then it's it's just a very very thin line to go a little further and gatekeep and be like, okay, you don't know what you're talking about. This is the real. This is the facts. And then what makes it harder, as we've already identified, are the people who genuinely are just wrong and they think they know more than they do and they don't care. They don't care to learn or think they might be wrong. And then you have people who are just misinformed. And I think this kind of makes like, and then like you, like the whole troll, you know, um, society that we have kind of built online makes everything that much harder. But I honestly, this is what I think. I think gatekeeping is terrible. I think it's toxic and I think it's counterproductive for whatever you enjoy. There's no reason for you to say, Hey, you're not a real fan. I will take star Wars or star Trek. You know, those are the two most common, like you're not a real star Wars fan. Cause you know, you've only seen the first three or you only saw the prequels or you only like the, the original three or Hey, you actually like the three newest. Oh my God. You're not a real star Wars fan because nobody likes those. It's like, what's wrong with liking all nine of them. Everybody likes them for different reasons. I'm not going to call you not a fan because you like the three newest ones. I'm going to be like, I don't 100% agree with you. They're not my favorite, but I understand why someone would like them. I mean, there's people who like all sorts of movies. People watch B-rate uh, movies because they think it's funny and it's entertaining. And who are you to say it's a bad movie? If someone, if someone enjoys it, then that's fine. You can you can say it's a bad movie and that can be your opinion, but it's an opinion. <laughs> that's one thing people forget. When anything that is subjective, it's not, you know, it's it's an opinion it's not a fact yeah just uh people's opinions though like you know <laughs> some people they just they just can't understand it it's like all right you know it's fine you don't have to sit there and understand it but you just you don't need to sit there and you know make somebody feel bad about mm -hmm. it what it means but yeah no the whole star wars thing is like yeah you know four or five and six yeah great and then you know and then episode one two and three like you know when they came out, I mean, everybody was so excited for uh, episode one. Oh yeah! And then when it came out, honestly, I mean, it was a letdown. It's like me personally, it was a letdown. Uh, See, I, think... I liked it, but but I was also younger, 
and I think I think that's true for a lot of people that are in my age range, like '90s kids, you know, whatever. That was the when we we knew about Star Wars, but when when the number one came out, it was the first new release in our lifetime, you know. So mm-hmm. everybody was hyped about it, and we got to play the video games and everything. So I liked it, but like you said, you 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 didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like as a whole, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Mm-hmm. But there were parts that you know I did like. But as a whole, uh, I just no. I mean, uh, I think it's because my expectations were just way too high, and it just it didn't fulfill that. And I was just like really disappointed going through it. And then I remember I rewatched it, you know, later on in my life, and I was just like, oh man, I'm sorry, but like the little kid Anakin. Yeah. I mean, me. I like I like making videos and stuff like yeah. that myself you know and so i like i critique a lot of things and like acting mm-hmm. i was like oh man that's not good and then you had uh hate what's his name hayden christensen yeah like, oh, man I, i'm sorry <laughs> but his acting was just like not good it's like there there's some people out there it's like no it's like i think he did an okay job but i'm just like nah man in my mm-hmm. opinion his acting was just he just wasn't the guy for the part but you yeah. know it is what it is uh i mean they liked him enough that they wanted to cast him but me personally, I would have went with somebody else. No, I agree. And actually, it, I kind of had the same, the same as you. When I went back and rewatched all the Star Wars, as I got older, the older I got, and the more times I watched them, the less the I I, I started liking them less and less every time I watched them. Cause I started picking out things. But as a kid, the only thing the the main things my dad took me to all the ones, and that might be you know kind of one of the reasons I was so happy to go see them you know nostalgic and doing something with your father but also one of one of the things is uh, the things i remember like in the first one was darth maul fighting qui-gon and obi-wan and obi-wan yeah obi-wan being young and you know just just the the droid army you know the gungans didn't bother me because it was kind of like a battlefield and then you got you got the second one where they actually for the first time ever you get more than one you get more than one or two jedi on the screen fighting like a whole army it's just you know insane it is so cool and those are the kind of things you know then as i got older i started looking more at more technical stuff like you're talking about like oh i hate sand it's coarse and then all the all the other like political stuff like oh the you know the trade union disputes this (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean i i mean the I gotta say, I guess my favorite parts throughout all those movies was just you and McGregor. I think he was the only thing that I really, when I think back, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you and McGregor, Obi Wan, I liked them. And it's he funny, good. It, the, when you say that, I, I think back to all like the really cool scenes or whatever, and you're you're 100 right. Like those, he's always part of them. The best scenes, like "Hello There" when he fights General oh, yeah. Grievous. I mean, it's just it's just it's so great. And then like uh, one of the scenes that was cut from the movie when they're doing like the baseball signs when they're caught on the ship, you know, and but when they're gonna go fight Count Dooku and they're like doing the baseball signs like what they should do. Oh, that's a good one. And then they cut the floor open and they drop down. Have you seen that? I don't think I have. Oh yeah, that's one of the deleted scenes or the scenes that wasn't like included. It's one of the best scenes in my opinion. I don't know why they didn't put it in. Put it in there. They have all this. Anyway, that's critique. We're kind of getting off subject, but the fact is, no matter even that. So we disagree on what we think about it. Like we're never gonna be like, oh, you're not a Star Wars fan. It's like, well, this is why I think this is like, hey, if you if you like it because of Ian McGregor, awesome. If you don't like it because of Jar Jar Binks. 
that makes sense. But to me, you know, it didn't matter at the time. Now I'll be honest, the, the older I get, the more it does bother me. <laughs> so, you know, I think it has a lot to do with age and your experience and stuff as well. But the fact is as a group and as a person, I'm never going to gatekeep any of my fandoms. If someone asks me about Pokemon or chess or, you know, Hearthstone, whatever it is, I, I want them to be good at it. Cause I want them to have fun. And luckily, you know, in the same thing could be like call of duty, whatever it is, you you don't want to gatekeep it's just something so toxic and i think sometimes people just do it without knowing though and i think that's half the problem is they don't realize what gatekeeping is you know and it happens to a lot of other things not just not just nerdy uh interest or whatever or it happens in life people try to gatekeep for all sorts of reason i just think as as nerds we we're generally and of course this is i'm a little biased on this but generally we're I would we're more informed or whatever we enjoy like so if we enjoy something we're we're more um what's the what's the word for it a little more uh tenacious no uh obsessive there we go we're a little more obsessive in general about things that we really like if you're really big into music you get really big into music so sometimes when people don't it's kind of weird to us like how do you only know that like how do you you're playing chess but you don't know like the first opening you don't know opening principle control the center develop it you know all these kind of things and then you have to kind of catch yourself be like hey if they're enjoying it why not is it's okay to have people at different levels enjoying something that you do like i mean uh i mean i can sit there and say that i was uh a little bit more i guess uh stringent on things that like you know say i knew a lot about like street fighter and stuff like that and then you know oh, yeah. people oh, would yeah. come to me they want to sit there and play i'm just like man no i was like i don't want to play you just like you know you're, you're not on my level <laughs> like that but i'm just like yeah but then at that point i'm kind of taking away the fun from you it's like oh you know you come over and you want to sit there and play a game with me i'm just like and i'm saying no because i think i'm better than you I'm like, yeah that's just yeah. that terrible way of thinking i can't like i can't do that anymore so i made it fun for me i was just like okay well if you can beat me you know i'll give you like five bucks and then they <laughs> would try so hard and i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. Pain. <laughs> well that's awesome but yeah i think i think this was a good talk about gatekeeping and i think i think as people think about it maybe when they're listening to this they'll well, a my, you know, my my hope is that maybe somebody will realize they're doing it on accident and be like, oh wait a minute, maybe I should really think about what I'm doing. B maybe recognize just the way you talk to people as well can seem like you are when you're not. So like when you're trying to tell someone information and like correct them, people don't like being corrected, you know, especially if they think they know what they're talking about. They're gonna take they're gonna take it bad, but so they're gonna come back kind of harsh you know because they feel it's like is it's a personal attack when someone attacks your knowledge base it's like a, it's a personal attack is your instinct instantly to respond that way it, it's like animalistic you know yeah. yeah no i agree with that and i think i think as we as we do this we need to realize that and when they come back like that be like oh you know explain to me like hey i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be combative you're i'm not I, i'm saying this is what i know and this is where i learned it you know i think i think the key word here is patience i think 
as as a community we are nerds uh maybe you know the whole idea for all us nerds being together is to change our culture and to change what a nerd is the definition of a nerd and that's always been my vision is for us to change the culture to what we want it you know and you know and and one thing i'm going to leave off on it's kind of a teaser for the next one is that gatekeeping ends and begins where fake nerds begin as well because there are people that are not nerds they 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 pretend to like something only to make financial or personal gains my main example is e-girls they're not interested whatsoever in whatever they're doing you know they wear those low cut you know stuff and they just play a game quote unquote and you know and and I think in, I think even saying that and me having that opinion is a form of gatekeeping, right? Yeah, uh, I would think so because I mean, but I don't really don't know much about e girls personally. But I mean, just as uh, you know, from a person, you know, I was like, I don't I don't know these people. I mean, they yeah. could enjoy, but it seems like they're trying to exploit something. Ex- yeah. See, exactly. And, th- and that's, and that's the one thing I hate being hypocritical, but like I said, I want to be honest as possible in these podcasts is that is the one thing that kind of drives me crazy. And, and don't get me wrong. I think, I think the, I think the quote unquote e-girl itself is kind of changing. It's kind of, it, it, it's still being defined, you know, like I think a lot of people originally e-girl was like a, just the people who showed a lot of breast or whatever, and they, oh, we got to jump up and down or whatever. And that was what the e-girl is. But I think, like, even, like, um, since, like, uh, um, Corpse Husband did his whole e-girl thing, and I think the the definition of e-girl now, it almost, to me, seems like it's, like, goth meets, like, nerdy. And, they, you know, but they're kind of... I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's kind of like uh, counterculture meets nerd kind of now. So it, it, it is becoming more positive, I think. But when I say it, I'm talking about the original, uh, the skin cams, the skin casters, whatever you want to call them. Girls who are just obviously showing off their looks and like, oh, look, I'm playing Call of Duty. And they're not. They have no interest in it. They're just trying to take people, turn them into simps, and take their money or whatever it is. And now, and let me, and also let me say this though: I don't think it's just the e-girls that do this. I think there are people. Uh, one, there's been a lot of lot of um, groups that have tried to copy the Critical Role um, formula and like make these high-end games and stuff. And you can tell that most of them, if not all of them don't really like D&D. They're just actors and they're acting their way through it because they think it's going to be a quick paycheck. But one thing I would like to say, though, is just like, how cool is it, though, when you bring somebody into something that you love (laughs) and then they experience it and they're like, oh, man, this is so awesome. Like, that right there is just like an amazing feeling because, like, you know... like my girlfriend, she didn't really play video games whatsoever. And then uh, uh, Animal Crossing was coming out. I'm like, hun, it's like, I'm going to be playing this game, but I know this is a game that, you know, you're going to love. And she's like, you know, I'm not too sure about it. It's like, no, just trust me. And I bought her Switch. I bought her Animal Crossing. And then me and her would just be playing the game like nonstop. I mean, she still even plays it today. But me, uh, I'm a big video gamer, so I've got a lot of other games to sit there and play. And now she's just like, she's playing Animal Crossing like every day. Or, uh, you know, 
I got her into the fold of playing video games. And now, you know, we play all kinds of stuff together now. It's like, you know, we play like all the Jackbox party games. Oh, uh, we yeah. Play... I want to play that on one of our social Saturdays, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, it's so fun, dude. I, I love all the Jackbox games. I think that'd be great for everybody to play. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Mario Kart and stuff like that, you know, it's just like, so now, yeah, she likes games. And I'm like, I'm happy that she enjoys video games. She never really knew anything about it. And then, you know, I, I brought her into the fold and now she enjoys it. Yeah, that, that that is awesome, dude. I'm I'm glad to hear that too. I, know, I personally know how big of a video game person you are, and I definitely know exactly what you're talking about. When I every group of friends that I convert to D and D players is always so happy for me. Like from the first one to the latest one, it, it's 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 always the same feeling though. For real, it's always like I'm so glad they enjoy this. Like when I got my dad to play Dungeons and Dragons for the first time, and now he's like one of the most first when it comes to like everything in the game, it's really, it's really kind of cool to be like, you know, two years ago he was sitting down for the first time to play a, you know, Dungeons and Dragons campaign by his son. And then I had a couple of friends who had never played Dungeons and Dragons or maybe once in their lifetime heard about it or saw it and didn't think anything of it. And now they're, they've been avid players for two and a half years. I mean, it's, it's really cool. I totally agree with you. And I think that, and that's a good place to kind of the end and kind of wrap up is I think that's exactly what I want to promote and why we should really be careful when it comes to our interest and gatekeeping on accident or on purpose. And, you know, and try to identify those people who are doing it and try to learn to ignore them and to help the the new people, you know, the new people to any anything that you want them to introduce them to. You don't want to be that person who takes the joy out of anything for somebody. I mean... One thing you don't want to do is not make somebody feel welcome because exactly. Yeah. I mean, I've been on that, the opposite end of that and felt like, you know, I wasn't welcome in like, you know, in this, uh, in this scene or you know, just like, ah, well, you know, I feel terrible. I mean, I don't want people to sit there and feel that way. I mean, why would you want anybody to feel that way? Yeah. I feel that way a lot with, when it comes to music, for example, never been a huge music fan. I don't know a lot about it, but I just know, when I hear something, if I like it, and then a lot. Hey, that's why you have that app. It's called Shazam. Yeah. You hear a song that you like, you hit that little button. It finds out what that song is for you. Boom, and and then you have it in like uh, uh, your little downloads, and you can listen to that song, or whatever. Because like me personally, I'm not the biggest music guy mm -hmm. either, but I know what I like. But you know, I'm not gonna let anybody tell me that. Oh, you know, your taste in music stinks. It's like no. Yeah. Taste in music's absolutely great because i can listen to all these songs and i absolutely love them so yeah exactly and i have a really weird uh music taste too like i like eminem i like a little bit of country i like some pop i like i like uh, the lo-fi music now is, is something new i or lofi whatever however you call it, you know say it i don't even know if i'm saying it correctly but i enjoy it it makes me makes me feel like i work better actually like i can think better when i'm listening to it for whatever reason and i, I really like the the different music that have like they play at different hertz or whatever like in your ears like one's different on the left and then on the right it's re it's really a strange experience but anyway i get into things like that i know nothing about it even explaining it i'm sure i just explained it wrong and people are like oh you don't know what you're talking about I'm like i don't care i like it i enjoy it this is it, it, it i know <laughs> i'm willing to listen yeah exactly and you're talking about shazam i'm one of those weird people though sometimes if i listen to something i really like and I will never take the time to go look it up. It's just if it comes on again, I'm like, oh, I love this song. They're like, oh, who is it? I don't know. What's it called? I don't know, but I love it. 
that's why I think Shazam is so great. It's just you hit a little button, it listens to the song, and then you know what it is. And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, Shazam is not a sponsor, but if you'd like to be, we will. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I think it's great. Well, that was a great conversation. I think I think we went over some really cool points. Uh, I really like the idea, um, ideas that we got to toss around and um, think about. And I, I think the next thing I would like to talk about, actually, since I kind of hit on it here, is like, are there such thing as fake nerds or like e girls? Are they good or bad for the culture? You know, like I mean, you know, sometimes e- people get interested in things because of e girls, and so maybe maybe I'm in the wrong on this one. And it's something I've been fighting myself with a lot. And, you know, like I said, the fake nerds or whatever, is there really a, such a thing? If someone's faking it and is bringing people to something you like, does it matter? But that's something for another time. I definitely don't want these podcasts to be over an hour. I definitely want them to be kind of uh, accessible to most people on a normal car ride or commute that y'all can listen to it. So uh, I hope everyone enjoyed this. Um, Johnny, you want to drop any of your socials? Because I know, like uh, like you mentioned, you, he does do his little movies and clips. And uh, you also uh, you do Twitch every now and then. I don't know if you're still active on that. but um, Yeah, no, uh, my Twitch is it's still uh, a little work in progress. But, I mean, yeah, you can always follow me at, you know, Johnny Mad Hatter on Instagram. So that's that's mainly where I'm at. Instagram, Johnny Mad Hatter. Uh, spelled uh, Johnny, then Mad Hatter. H-N-N-Y-M-A-D-H-A-T-T-E-R. All right. And don't forget to follow We Are Nerds. Uh, you can join us on the Facebook page for tons of memes. You can join the We Are Nerds community uh, group. Uh, we discuss and do a lot of different things. We have various other pages, as we've mentioned, like We Are, uh, we are Furry Nerds, Auto Nerds, uh, Gamer Nerds. We kind of make, we have our general community that we have, and then we like to have even more niche communities that people can get a little more into uh, whatever uh, nerdum that they like. Uh, also, we are on Instagram. Um, Twitter and of course Twitch. Uh, we are Nerd Five. Uh, it's kind of old leet speak. The five is supposed to be an S. I know <laughs> if anyone remembers that. And also, don't forget to check out the YouTube. This uh, you probably find this on YouTube because I find it the easiest way to link everything. So I, I usually promote the YouTube videos even of this. So eventually, uh, Johnny or, or other guests that we have, you'll see his face on here too, not just mine. But it's a work in progress. But like I said, I like to put these things out. And if you enjoyed it, please remember to drop a like, a subscribe, or wherever you're finding this. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, what do you th- think about the subject? Did we get something wrong? Do you agree with, agree with us? Do you disagree with us? We'd love to hear from you and the community. So, um, like I said, that was Johnny, a Mad Hatter, and uh, this is The Nerd. And we appreciate your time, and thanks for listening. And uh, as always, guys, just remember, we are many, we are community, we are nerds. Till next time, keep it nerdy. Thank you for listening to a We Are Nerds production. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and listen to all of our other podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, guys, remember... We are many, we are community, we are nerds. Keep it nerdy.